Welcome to PIWC Worcester's podcast. Thank you for joining us. We pray that in your time spent with us, you will be blessed and edified even as we grow in faith. Please enjoy and may the Spirit illuminate your hearts. I want to wish all of you here and those watching online, Happy Mother's Day. To all our mothers in the house and online, to all our grandmothers here and online, and our aspiring mothers-to-be, we want to wish you all Happy Mother's Day. And I stand here also on behalf of PIWC, wishing our National First Lady, the mother of the nation, Happy Mother's Day, Mommy. Mama Sheila Ajima Amwaku, also known as Mama She. We love you, Mom. To all the national leaders and its executive members, Happy Mother's Day to all of you, too. And to our original mother, Mama Grace Amponsa, also known as Ogre the strong and energetic mother who refuses to grow. PIW says, Happy Mother's Day, and we love you too. And to our regional leaders and its executive members, Happy Mother's Day to all of you. And coming to PIWC, myself, Pastor, and our two beautiful kids, we wish our district women's ministry leaders and its executive members happy Mother's Day. We love you and God bless you for all that you do for his kingdom business. Amen. This week has been a wonderful week. We've had powerful messages, impactful messages and discussions from our various speakers and today being the last day, I am going to speak on the theme that is given to us, sanctified and revived to possess the nations. And the supporting Bible verses is Ephesians 5, 27, John 17, 17, Acts 1, 18, Titus 2, verse 4. And they give us a powerful slogan which says, If I say, Lord, you have sanctified me and revived me, you will respond to possess the nations. So I'm going to repeat it one more time. Lord, you have sanctified and revived me. Lord, you have sanctified and revived me. Amen. To be sanctified is to make holy or set apart. Being set apart for what? Not for any man, but for God's own special use and purpose. It also means free from sin or to purify. This morning, 
I am not going to delve on sanctification. If you go on YouTube, through our pastor, we have, we've had series on the church called to holiness or unto holiness. And I'll plead with you this morning that if you've not listened to those messages, you have to. Because as the Lord speaks through various speakers, our pastor and our dynamic, wonderful men, I'll be sitting here and every word that comes out of their mouth will be hitting every nail to the core. I don't know about you. And last week, too, we had a Arise Summit with our youth and pension. I also plead with you to listen to it. Your life will never be the same if you allow those sermons to speak to you. So this morning, I'm just going to be brief. Brief. I believe that to be sanctified, it's a beautiful thing. Not everyone gets the chance to be sanctified by God. But I pray that God will sanctify everybody. And when you read Jeremiah 1, 5, it says, God said to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordain you a prophet to the nations. Amen. So, as God told Jeremiah, God is still in our generation telling us the same. That before you and I were a clot in our mother's womb, God knew us. And he had sanctified us for his own special use and for, for his purpose. So I believe that mothers, every woman is special. I believe so because we are formed different. We are shaped differently. We are special before because we were taken out of our husband's rest. So when Adam woke up from his deep sleep, he saw this beautiful woman standing right in front of him, of her, of him, sorry. And he said, wow, hmm, wow, God is good. This is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. So today, if you are a woman sitting here, I want you to know that you are special in the sight of God. And because you are special, as our sister said, 
we carry the womb. Our men will produce the seed for us. They will give it to us. But who carries the seed for nine good months goes into labor for hours. It is us. So, we are not just giving birth to people or kids or men who have grown up to be men or women, but we gave birth and we are giving birth to nations. Rebecca was pregnant with nations and she birthed what? Fourth what? Nations. So are we. So that is why we are so special and God has sanctified us, set us apart for a purpose. And I'm going to deliberate on just two points. One, so that we will be different, distinct, among all women. Among all women. And this morning, I want you to reflect on where you were before. Where you came from this morning. I did my own reflection as I was preparing this message. And I know that you are also thinking about it right now. That there are certain things that you are so ashamed of. You don't even want anyone to know or speak of it. Before you came and accepted Christ, where were you? I was in the world. I believe you were in the world also. Drinking, clubbing, fornicating, you name it. Stealing, gossiping, being someone's mistress. Had feelings for the same sex. Think about it. You were lost. Blind. All that you did was to satisfy the desires of your mind and your flesh. You conducted yourself in the lust and in the flesh. Walking in the world anyhow. Fooling around. With guys older than you, younger than you. God have mercy on us this morning. 
But glory be to the almighty God that who saw us from afar and has brought us near by his blood. I remember the day I accepted the Lord as my savior. And I know you will remember the same. The change the Holy Spirit brought into my life. Oh my God. Once I was a sinner, I was saved by grace. And because of that, I am called a woman sanctified by God, set apart by God for his own special use and purpose. So, I don't walk in my old ways. We have a new identity in Christ. Hmm. Many are the abortions that we did. Hmm. Think about it. But by grace, God has forgiven us our sins. And he said when he forgives us, he does not do what? Remember anymore. So he has called us out of the ordinary. Why? There are so many women in the world. So many young, aspiring women in the world. But why did God call you? He has called you to use you. Not for you to walk in the world anymore, but for you to walk in the spirit. And not for you to conform to the things of this world anymore, but to the things that is above. But today, it's so sad. Very, very, very sad. See women, young aspiring women, compromising their faith and walk in the Lord. Why? Just because they want to fit in. That is the norm. They want to be part of the norm. Things that is not normal. Now everything has become modern. If you are not part of it, you are not modern. Compromising because we want to fit in. Because we don't want to be called what? Cast out or outcast. Because we don't want our friends to neglect us, to be rejected by our friends. Because we don't want people to call us names holier than thou. They are too judgmental. But today I want to tell you, be proud of who you are. Be the holy 
written out. Let them call you all the names they want to call you. Don't compromise your faith. Because women, we birth nations. So it's either we build with what we have or we break it, destroy it. So let us be people who are of full, what? Godly influence. With our godly character to influence our children, to influence our nations, to influence our husbands because of our godly character. We dress anyhow. It is sad. As married women, things that belong to our husbands, it's been exposed anyhow. That is meant for only our husbands. Young ladies, dressing anyhow, exposing everything that belongs to their future husband and God. Being exposed. They move one step. All you can see is in between their ties. Let us be frank. Who are we deceiving? What are we portraying to the nations? To other women and to other children, young ladies, what are we portraying to them? It is okay to be your old self and still worship and follow God. It is cool, but it is not. It is not. Let us be the different people that God has called us to be. It may not sit well with them. Believe me, you will lose family members. You will lose friends. You will lose loved ones. But I am telling you that when you suffer for Christ, all will not be in vain. There is a reward waiting for you in heaven. So do not be afraid of what others will say about you. Stand for what you believe in. Stand for your faith. Contend for the faith. We look up to other people as our role models. You go on social media. People that we look up to them. Our young ones. They look up to so many people. But how do they behave? What is their character? We have musicians. Music ministers. 
all over. Kissing, they call themselves music gospel ministers. Kissing, posting pictures of their girlfriends that they are not married to. Dressing anyhow, leading people to the throne room of God. All dressed up half naked. Are we here to see you or to worship our maker? So as mothers... Let us talk to these young ones. And as mothers, let us dress decently, modestly, as children of God. The people will see us and imitate who we are in Christ. When you read Matthew 10, 22, it says that, and you will be hated by all for my name, for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end will be saved. And John 15, 18 to 19 says that if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world will love its own. They will love you because you are doing what they are doing. Yet, because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore, the world hates you. Let us stand firm in the truth of who we are. Remember that it is God who has called us. Let us fix our eyes on him and his leadings rather than all the things, situations that is going on around us. I go to the mall with my little girl at her age, 11 years old, you can't find anything decent for even the younger kids, our children. It's all about their needs. And because of what I have instilled in her, anytime we go out to get a dress or something for her, she goes, Mommy, this is not appropriate for me to wear. If it is that short, then I have to wear a leggings underneath it so that nobody will see my ties, even at this age. So don't let us be distracted. Get ourselves involved in the norm. We want to blend in. Let us be different. That is why our good Lord has sanctified us. Set us apart for his own special use. 
if we don't allow ourselves for God to take control of us, live like children of God, transforming and renewing our, our minds with the things of God, if we don't do that, then the Lord cannot use us. We will not birth nations. We are leading this kid into the world. And the next one I want to talk about is we have been set apart to demonstrate Christ-like character. The, the character of Christ that is in us. So I want to ask you, what is your status in your walk with Jesus Christ today? What is your status in your walk with Jesus Christ today? When your husband sees you, when your children sees you, when your family member sees you, when the world looks at you, do they see Christ-like characteristics in you? Do they see the Christ that is in you? As wives, as mothers, we take care of the home. How are we living with our husbands? Christ said we should be submissive. We should respect them. We should honor them. How is our conduct and behavior at home? Are we causing chaos, commotion, conflict at home? We need to ask ourselves. Or are, you, are we conducting ourselves as the wise God created us to be? Loving our husbands. Today I'm not going to talk about them. It is Mother's Day. What a man can do, a woman can do. But in God's creation, there's a command, chain of command. The husband is the head of the house. How are we behaving at home? Do we talk anyhow to them? Do we disrespect them at home? And in public, I always say that the way you talk to your husband, you respect your husband at home, that is how people will respect him and talk to him when you are in public. So as wives... Let us do what God has called us to do. 
build our home, godly homes. Our children, respecting them also. Sometimes they do provoke us anyway. We need to love them no matter how they are. How stubborn they are. Love them. Draw them close to us. Teach them. Train them. Bringing them into the house of the Lord. Teaching them the word as the Bible says that. You will teach them. When you are sitting with them. We sit at the dinner table with them. We walk along, walk with them to school. With them. We need to teach them. And when we do what? We lie down. Before they go to bed, you teach them. When they wake up, you teach them. You talk about God with them. I know my kids, they don't tell me, but I know sometimes they'll be saying, Mommy, this woman talks too much. Especially my son, Tyler. He doesn't say it, but I can read from his face when I'm talking to him. The moment he wakes up from bed, we talk about it. Telling him what to do, what is expected of him as a child of God. When I'm taking him to school, talk to him about Christ. When I pick him up from school, talk to him about Christ. When we get home for lunch, dinner, talk to him about Christ. And Rina too. Now you know teenagers, it's a different ball game, especially when they are boys. <laughs> especially when they are boys. But we have to do all that we can. Pray for them. Even when they go, they go wayward. They will remember where they came from. Timothy, who was a mentee of Paul, Paul knew the faith that his grandmother, Lois, and mother, Eunice, instilled in him. That Timothy became one of the most important early Christian leaders in the Bible. So let us do the same thing. Because his birth, his faith, faith was born out of what? Love. By his grandparent, his grandmother, sorry, his grandmother and his mother, Lois and Eunice. 
I believe they never stopped. When his grandmother accepted Christ, the grandmother instilled that into his, her daughter, Eunice. And when Eunice had Timothy too, both the grandmother and mother instilled that in him. That is what God is expecting of us. So let us do what God has called us to do for our children. They can be mad. They will be mad at us. They will talk anyhow sometimes. But we'll still love them and talk to them. One in the community, a church. Are you demonstrating the fruit of the spirit? When we come to church, we play religion. We get outside, we are different people altogether. God says we should love one another. Are we loving our neighbors? Are we loving them as ourselves? If you love God and you hate your brother, it says you are a liar. Point blank. I'm not the one saying it. That is what the word of God says. If you cannot love your brother that you see, then how can you love God that you don't see? How can you love God you don't see? When you go out and you see people talking, gossip, do you join in? Or do you talk to them not to talk about that person? Are we humbling ourselves to serve others? Taking away that pride? Irrespective of the age of the person. Are we? Are we repaying evil with evil or good? Are we blessing people when they curse us? Are we providing for the needy? Food, clothes, transportation? Even if it is not convenient for you. Are we sharing what God has blessed us with, with others? We need to ask ourselves, or are we fighting with others? Fighting for money, fighting for positions. And self-centered 
interest. All about me, 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 me. Just to get to the top of that position, to, to the top at your workplace. Mothers, we can build and we can break. The word of the Lord says that a wise woman builds what? His house, or her house, sorry, her house. But a foolish woman pulls it down, destroys it with her hand or hands. Let us build our homes to be godly homes. Some of these things are very sensitive to talk about, but we have to. It is about time we have to. Because one day we are going to answer to our maker. We have to do what it has been entrusted and as for us to do. As a first lady, when I'm wrong, I want you to come to me. Rebuke me in love. I will take it with a good heart. That is what we're supposed to be doing. God have mercy on us. So if we will live our lives to reflect godliness, people will look at us and they wonder why we have so much hope. Whatever we are going through, we still have hope. They'll be wondering and they'll be asking us. And this only can happen if we allow the Holy Spirit to work in us, to complete his work in us. People will look at us and they will say, wow. Adam said, wow. The nation will say, wow. Your husband will say, wow. What a wife. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. Be that thing, not a bad thing, as our elder preached at Easter convention. Finds a good thing. And obtains favor from the Lord. Let your husband look at you and say, wow, I am blessed. Let your children say, wow, I am blessed to have a mother like you. Your children will rise and call you blessed. 
they will say, wow. The nation will say, wow. That is what we pray for this Mother's Day. Not just this Mother's Day, for the rest of our lives. God said we are the light, the salt and the light of the world. So if we are the salt and light of this world, we have to let our light shine wherever we go. Ephesians 5:27 says that he might so that the Lord might present we, the Bible says, her or you to himself as a glorious church. Not having a spot or a wrinkle or wrinkle or such or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Church. God has manifested his love towards us. He died to pay the price for our sins. And through his blood, you and I, we are redeemed. And that is called the positional sanctification or instantaneous sanctification. And we are still in the process of being sanctified. This process that we are going through, it is transforming us. It is changing us into the image and likeness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So as we read the word of God, as we meditate on it, this word of God, it is doing what? It is washing us, cleaning, cleansing us, and purifying us. And this word, water, that is the word of God. It's redefining us, refining us, and beautifying us. That when the Lord comes on that day, when Jesus Christ comes on that day, his church, you and I, which is the body of Christ, we will be perfected in him. Without any spot, without any wrinkles, any such thing. But instead, we'll be made holy, blameless, transformed into its likeness of the only begotten Son, that is Jesus Christ, to his glory. Let our life stories be 
our testimony or be our sermons. Let that and the word of God be our sermon to others. Telling them where we were before and how God has delivered us from darkness and has changed us. We get the opportunity all the time at work, at home, at the office, at the mall, we go to grocery store. We get opportunities to meet people. We get to talk to people. When that opportunity comes, seize that time or that moment to talk about Christ to that person. Let them know the hope we have. so that they will also come and receive Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. This morning, as mothers, as wives, as young ladies here, you are set apart for a purpose, special purpose. Be different, different in a good way. Do not fit in. Do not blend in. Be different for the Lord. And let the Christ that lives in you be seen. All the beautiful things that is in you. Everything vessels as we are. We are holding treasures that we do not know. Let that treasures that is in us be seen. It is not for us alone. It is for others too. And the nation. God bless you. Amen. what we have heard. And if you don't know this Jesus that we are talking about, the life of sanctification cannot be in you. And so before we go into the Lord in prayer, 
If you have not accepted this Jesus that we are talking about, from wherever you are in your home at the sanctuary, I just want you to say this after me, surrendering all your life unto him. Telling him that Jesus, I cannot do it without you. I need you, I need you, I need you. And so just say this after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I, I believe I am a sinner. You came to die because of me. So today, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Lord, I will walk with you all the days of my life. So help me, God. If you pray this prayer with me, today your name has been written in the book of life. You are no longer under the bondage of sin. You have been transformed and you have been renewed. And you have been transformed into the folk of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We are going to go before the Lord and we are going to pray. We have heard what is good. And before that, we want to bless the name of the Lord. We want to thank him for his word. His word that is truth. His word that has come this morning to reveal our nakedness. The word of God has come so powerfully. And I don't know where you stand. I have taken my part and I want you to take your part. Just bless the name of the Lord. Thank him, thank him. Thank the Lord that he gave the opportunity to come before his son of transformation world has come, oh God. Throughout the week, we have heard so much about sanctification and revival. And as our main team said, sanctified and revived to possess the nations. And we have heard this morning that sanctification is to be set apart for God. God sets us apart from every wrongdoing so that we can be more like Christ. This morning, we are going before the throne room of God. And we are asking him to purge us every wrongdoing that we have done wherever we have been to whatever we have said whatever we have done things that we have touched that were not worthy in his sight this morning just lay it all before the lord go before him just open your mouth in prayer and ask god god purge me purge me purge me lord purge me and transform my mind
Romans chapter 12, verse 2 to 3, it says, Do not conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind, that ye may prove what is the acceptable will of God. Beloved, continue to pray. We want to pray. Women, we can build, we can destroy. If we decide to build this church, we will build it. If we choose to destroy the church, we will destroy it. Not by anything, but by our actions, by the words of our mouth. This morning, just pray, pray, pray. Open your mouth and pray. And tell the Lord to conform. Tell the Lord to Thank 
We just want all the ladies to just be hands up unto the Lord. We're still praying. This is our last prayer. Just lift your hands up unto Jesus. Now, if you are a child here, your mother is still graced to be alive. I just want you to stretch forth your hands upon the mother. Whether she's here or she's somewhere, just do that. This is our prayer. And listen carefully, church. Our mothers carry the whole nation. Listen carefully. God has built them in such a way that they have the capacity to hold and to harbor a lot of stress. Give me some volume, please. And in view of that, there is always a tendency of anxiety and depression. Pain that is hit and stored up in their souls and spirits. Many of them don't demonstrate it. They don't speak about it. They don't talk about it. They harbor it. And for many more, it eats them up. We are lifting up a prayer. Lift your hands up if you're a woman oh, in this house. Spirit of God, we just want to thank you, God. That if there is any pain, if there is any shame, if there is any agony, if there is any element of depression, if there is any spirit of anxiety, we are praying that the peace of God that transcends all understanding will rule and reign upon your lives. Lift up your mouth and begin to see in the name of Jesus, Lift your hold in the name of Jesus. Lift your hold in the name of Jesus. You have no place in your life. We rebuke your influence. We rebuke your influence. We rebuke your influence. We rebuke your power. In the name of Jesus, we set them loose. Spirit of the Lord is here. Yes, Lord. Mm, yes, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. Sweep over my soul. Sweep over my soul. Holy Spirit. Sweep over my soul. Created them according to your own purpose. Created them unique. Created them special. Created them different. Fill them, oh God, with enough capacity to be able to accomplish that very purpose. These are your women. These are our mothers. These are our wives. These are our sisters. These are our grandmothers and aunties. We present them before thee. In the mighty name of Jesus. Pray, oh God, that the purpose of their creation will begin to manifest in the name of Jesus. By virtue of any spirit that is not of you, has clouded, oh God, their potential. Mm. And by virtue of any spirit yes, that is not of heaven, mm. 
seemed to overshadow their greatness. Yes, we are praying in the name of Jesus, Jesus that from this day forward, yes, they break loose Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every shackle is broken in the name of Jesus. Jesus name. Breathe over them. Yes, Lord. Sweep over them. Yes, Lord. Purge them. Amen. Sanctify them. Yes, Lord. And they will be able to walk, oh God, in your destined purpose. Yes, Lord. If there is any element, oh God, mm. of self-doubt, yes. mm, inferiority complexes, yes, Lord. a mindset and a thinking of I can't do, I don't belong, I am done, I can't go further. We reverse it in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. For they can do all things because you strengthen them. Yes, Lord. May your divine strength be their portion. Amen. Pray for mothers oh, yes, that are Lord. waiting, oh God, yes. for a breakthrough. Yes, Lord. Uh, whatever that breakthrough is. Yes, Lord. Whatever that breakthrough is. Yes, Lord. We lift that desire and the yes, that, that, that request yes, unto you. Yes, Lord. And pray, oh God, and let it come to pass. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Many mothers are wailing and crying for their wayward children. Sleepless and countless nights that they pray. Yes, Lord. Ah, today we join them in prayer. Yes, Lord. May their hearts, oh God, be filled with joy. Yes, Lord. May you put laughter, oh God, yes, Lord. in their mouth. Yes, Lord. Meet them at the point of this need. Bring back that child home. Change that lifestyle of that boy, that son, that daughter. Ah, may you draw them closer back unto them. If there is any friction that is going on, we pray for an amendment. That you bring back that love between mother and child. In the name of Jesus. Now finally we pray, oh God. Lifting our brother that is in Ghana that has been diagnosed with a stroke. A brother of our dickness in this church. You are the healer. You are our healer. Amen. We send forth your word, O oh God. We send forth your word, O oh God. May there be healing in the name of Jesus. Healing, O oh God. That is what you do. That is what you are expect of. That you, for this reason, you were made manifest Amen. to destroy all the works of the enemy. Yes, Lord. We pray for healing Amen. in the name of Jesus. That we would hear good reports yes. even before we get home. Yes, Let there be a good report yes, that you have already started doing what you do best. Yes, and all glory will be unto your name. We thank you for the restored marriage. We thank you for the restored home. Uh, we, star, we thank you for the restored relationships. That the purposes that you have for these women will surely come to pass. May you receive all glory. May you receive all honor. May you continue to work in them and show forth your power even through our mothers, our wives, and our sisters. And at the end of it all, you only will have cause to take glory. 
We bless you. And we honor you. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Shall we all shout a big amen? Welcome to PIWC Worcester's podcast. Thank you for joining us. We pray that in your time spent with us, you will be blessed and edified even as we grow in faith. Please enjoy and may the Spirit illuminate your hearts. Thank you.